Welcome to Beat the Culture. I'm your host, Grace Walker, and each week we dive a little bit deeper into what's going on in the world and the culture, and we like to analyze it with a biblical perspective, aiming to educate and encourage you to think for yourself, and instead of following the culture, beat it. Beat the Culture. New episodes every Thursday. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beat the Culture. Today, I just find this the funniest thing. So, I always check my views, right? And I have a pretty consistent viewer amount on the show. But there was this one episode that literally tripled my views. And I was just like stunned at who it was. The guest was Jenna Finger. And I don't know what it is about Jenna, but you guys all just seem to kind of be obsessed with her. So, she's back on the show today. So, hi, Jenna. Welcome back to Beat the Culture. Yes, she's back. Back again. <laughs> Hello. I don't know even know where that's from. Wait, let's cut that out. No, no, we're going to keep that. That was funny, so it's staying. But we'll go ahead and let Jenna have a regular intro as well, so here's that. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Jenna Finger here for the second episode. Hope Lit- you enjoy. <laughs> I am literally so happy that we had a guest that just everybody loved. And it's super fun having a repeat guest on because I feel like she already knows what's up and we're just ready to dive on into it. But today's episode is going to be pretty funny. We're going to have some serious topics and some hilarious ones. But we're just going to be doing unpopular opinions with Grace and Jenna, which I think are very entertaining. And I hope that you guys find these entertaining as well. And opinions are like a butt. Everyone has one. Thank you for that quote, Jenna. <laughs> Is very needed. So here we go. Let's talk funny first. Jenna, oh, what are your feelings on Taylor Swift? I could go into this one. See, you know the new girl, Olivia Rodrigo? I think she's great. Everyone says she's like the mini Taylor Swift, you know. I think her songs are good. Um, but Taylor Swift, I I don't understand the hype. I've never been into her music. Even when she was the country, then she went kind of pop on us. Now wow. she's like this indie I cannot get into her music. And when it's playing in the background, I'll be like, oh, you know, it's all right. But I'll never play it on my own time because I just feel like it's... And, you know, she's just interesting in herself, too, so... What I just think is funny is that I grew up being a Swifty, like, 100,000%. <laughs> I had a, I had her posters on my ceiling so I could stare at her falling asleep. I went to two of her concerts, Speak Now, 1989. I was obsessed. And then there's all these weird connections we have to her. Like, we're friends with her old backup singer, and my cousin and her did a play together when they were little. Like, I've just been obsessed with her. I have all these weird connections, and I'm just, like, a huge fan. And I was actually just listening to... <laughs> her song because it's my breakup anthem on the way home before filming this podcast so I'm totally opposite so Taylor Swift if you hear this I swear I love you but Jenna (laughs) she has an unpopular opinion I don't get the hype I really don't understand why everyone likes her and please somebody um come to over to my Instagram or something shoot me a DM please tell me you don't like Taylor Swift either it's not that I have like some vengeance against her or something it's it's just that I just I don't understand the hype that's it you know she makes good music cool like, you know, she's won a lot of awards. A lot of people like her, but I don't, I don't see it. All right, that's it. I'm going to be posting an Instagram poll, 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 Instagram poll <laughs> um, about if we like her or we don't like her. I'm very curious to see people's genuine opinions on Taylor Swift. All right, so Jenna, another one. What are your thoughts on closed-toed shoes? <laughs> okay, so I was, so it's like spring, winter, whatever. So we have to wear like closed-toed shoes when it's like, you know, under at least like 65 degrees. And today was a chilly one and it was rainy, so I had to wear shoes. And the first thing I want to do when I get somewhere is take them off because 
I closed-toed shoes make my feet feel claustrophobic. I feel like they can't breathe. They are like enclosed the whole day. And then I don't know about everyone else, but I get like sensory overload pretty easily. Like if it's re- a really loud room or like there's a lot of visual happening, I get like overwhelmed. So then with my feet, I fixate on the feeling of how my feet feel in the socks, in the shoes, and how they feel so like enclosed and tight and claustrophobic. I and just it freaks me out. I, I just feel like you're overthinking this. Like it's just a shoe. <laughs> it freaks me out. I'm so dead. every time I get somewhere, I just want to take them off. That's why I just wear my Birkenstocks all the time. She does. She's I'd obsessed. Say 75% of the year I'm wearing my Birkenstocks. And that's why I'll never move to a climate where I can't wear my Birkenstocks majority year round. <laughs> All right. So I have one that I just want to talk about real quick. My favorite drink is milk. Yep. Milk straight from the cow, guys. I love drinking milk. And everybody is trying to act like drinking milk is just this terrible thing. And I totally get it. Like I've seen posts about how they treat the cows and everything like that. And I totally disagree with that. But like I still just... I'm obsessed with regular milk. Like I cannot make the switch to like almond milk or something. Like all these people are having these like milk substitutes. And I'm telling you, like I will just drink a straight glass of milk like because it's it's good to me, right? What See, do you think? I can agree on a 50% base level because, you know, when I eat my cereal, I put 2% milk in there. You know, I get lactose free because, you know, don't want to have a stomach ache the rest of the day. And like, you know, if I do tend to like, if I drink a coffee, like there is going to be whole milk in there but I will never straight up and I don't think I ever have my entire life drinking milk just straight from the glass because it freaks me out because I think of all like the hormones and stuff and I am scarred from having acne in my like in my life and I do not want that to reappear okay I see that I don't know if that's real or not please tell me I've just seen so many correlations of people saying like oh like you want to get rid of your acne like cut out dairy like that's Uh, always the first thing but I love dairy because like if we want to take a step away from milk like what about like cheese yeah and ice cream Ugh, yeah, I ice can't. cream messes me up. I can't have ice cream unless it's lactose free, really? or I have to just suffer the pain of That's my rough. stomach ache. Oh my gosh. Okay, so these are all hilarious, but let's get into something a little bit more serious. So another unpopular opinion that I personally had is I actually loved long distance dating. What do you think? I was in a long distance relationship for about like a year and a half, and it was like across states, so it was you know not seeing each other for about four to six weeks every time, mm-hmm. and when we did see each other, it was only for like 48 hours and looking back on it I cannot tell you I loved it because there were so many moments where I was like I would literally just kill to just go get lunch like with my boyfriend like right right now right and I feel like that's a typical wait sorry but what (laughs) I feel like there's something nostalgic about the time when I look back on it it's like but some okay there's two different parts sometimes I look back on it and I just cry because I'm like wow that was so sad like I just like was missing them so much but then sometimes I look back and I'm like the anticipation of like when you would see them again was so fun yeah I totally agree and here's the thing for me I'm very like inherently independent and so I loved the fact that like when I was doing long distance I was freshly 18 um my boyfriend was off at school and I loved like just the independence I would have like whenever we were together like it was just designated time for each other it wasn't just like oh we're running to get lunch like as fun as like those casual lunch dates are it was like intentional time like we planned dates for the whole week or weekend that we saw each other constantly spreading spending time together it was like so special and then I would go home and I'd just like work on me I'd work on my relationship with God just one-on-one I'd work on you know just building my business starting my career going through school I was just very like focused and he and I always knew he was there for me but then whenever we were together it was just perfect like 
time just together and I honestly miss it because like when we swapped back like when he moved home it definitely changed the dynamic. I feel like long distance takes a certain certain type of personality and I feel like with me I I feel like I'm I'm a similar way I do enjoy like alone time and I do need like me time like I need time where I can have myself and I and like you know what I want to do in that specific old time and but then again for like the long term I could not do long distance like longer than what I did like I was starting to go mentally crazy right okay I kind of get that I feel like if it's uh, that's another thing too I feel like if it's long distance but there's like a time limit on it it's a lot different than just like long distance for I don't know how long whenever we stop yeah like you know it's gonna huge, end yeah like having an end goal is really important with long distance relationships like I think it's kind of dumb when people are like oh yeah we're just doing long distance we don't have plans for either of us to move we're gonna date for seven years like I don't understand that but like at least in my personal case, it was like, okay, we're only doing this for a year or two just until I move up to school, which none of that ended up happening. Life changes so quick, but even still, like, that was originally the plan, so that's what we were counting on, and so just making that time count while we were on that, like, aspect of our relationship was super helpful. Yeah, and, like, even, like, now, like, I've almost been dating my boyfriend for, like, three years, and, like, he went away this weekend to, like, Vegas to see his dad and, like, spend time with his grandpa and stuff because he has family there. And and we've been going to school now, like, for a little bit. So we, like, have ended long distance. So we're, like, together every day. And now, like, he goes away for this, like, four-day weekend trip. And we're, like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, like, resurfacing the feelings of, like, mm. I miss you and I can't wait for the next time I see you, you know? Yeah, totally. So I feel like those little moments are, like, what reminds you of, like, long distance and how there can be, like, those nice moments. But another kind of unpopular opinion with that would be, like, everyone says that, like, long distance can't work. But, like, oh, lies, no. lies. It can, like, literally. We're living proof. Anything could work if you want it to work like <laughs> I feel like if you want long distance to work you can make it work and also you could say like oh if you are if you guys live right next door to each other like that could not work but long distance could like it just depends on the people and like how hard you're willing to try totally all right so moving on um and then the popular opinion that we both have is like let's let's just talk about coffee for a second okay now if I get canceled by the people at my church because our church I swear is obsessed with coffee I feel like the Christian culture the Christian culture is just like coffee shops coffee day (laughs) coffee dates coffee and bible study (laughs) literally I do not like coffee and I actually like tea more than coffee and Jenna what I know you have some really strong opinions on coffee so I just like (laughs) I just want you to go for it okay well here's the thing if you want caffeine there's many sources of caffeine that you can go to that's not coffee because coffee gives you the jittery kind of caffeine where tea which like can give you a smoother caffeine feel so it can give you that more like energized like longevity whereas coffee is like the burst of energy you feel like I feel jittery when I drink coffee and I can drink the same amount of milligrams with a tea and I won't feel jittery. Right. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like coffee, I don't understand, like, I don't mind the taste. Like, I had a friend that one time got, like, an iced vanilla latte with caramel drizzle, and I tasted it, and I was like, dang, like, that kind of slapped. Not gonna lie. Okay, like, but it's because it's sugary. Exactly. That's d- a it huge barely difference. tastes like coffee. Like, I, literally, when I order coffee, I'm like, make it taste, like, not like coffee. That's so then, literally how I order the it. The unpopular opinion is that I feel like most people don't even like coffee, but they're just trying to fit in. <laughs> okay, there's gonna be some coffee lovers in the audience right now who are like, what the heck? Yeah. But it's true. Like, I have friends who are like, I am a coffee fanatic. And then we'll go to, like, Starbucks and they'll be like, can I get a frappuccino? I'm like, what? No, you're just like me. Like, we don't like coffee. We just want to be cool and, like, 
find yeah. something that tastes I feel like good. TikTok and like that Gen Z kind of pushed this like iced coffee narrative of like gotta get my iced coffee and it's oh, like geez. <laughs> you know I feel like everyone likes their iced coffee now and if you don't like coffee people are like you're strange like no it's it tastes like soap. Okay so. and you know what's so funny like let's moving off of coffee let's talk about a different drink and that's water. <laughs> um, so Jenna do you think water is wet? If you're a scientist, stop it. Water isn't wet. Water is not wet. Literally, water no. Water creates the phenomenon of wetness. Yes, exactly. Like, like if you're just looking at water, you make, oh, that's wet. No, it's like wet when it touches something else. It cre- it makes something wet. It isn't wet I in itself. I need to think of another example. Like, okay, analogy time. So a pillow is makes things comfortable, right? Like when I'm laying in bed, like, oh, a pillow makes me comfortable. But am I going to look at a pillow and say the pillow is comfortable? No. The pillow makes me feel comfortable. Same with water. Water itself is not wet, but it makes me feel wet if it Think was poured on me. Think about when you jump in a pool. When you are completely submerged underwater, do you touch your skin and feel wet? No. no. But then when you get out and you get to the air is when you feel wet. So it's the phenomenon of when you're in the water, because the water itself is not wet, but when the water is exposed to oxygen it becomes wet. Okay. This was a major debate, what, 2018 or something like that? And we're, we're just, just bringing it back. It. <laughs> because me and Jenna are a little behind on the trends. Beat the culture. Do your own trends. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, but yeah. So another serious unpopular opinion. Let's talk about this. This one gets me going. But don't take offense to this, people. I'm just being honest. And if you're offended, I'm sorry. But I do not think that women flaunting their bodies is body positivity or like helping promote like feminism I feel like it's degrading actually and one thing that majorly like made this like stand out and get talked about a lot in the press recently was when I've talked about this so many times but when Cardi B did her WAP performance on the Grammys that was not oh my gosh woman yay that was not what that was that was just bad like that was just overall like a bad influence and honestly making a fool out of themselves like instead of like embracing different positive traits of women i think that the argument of like doing like sexual dancing or sexual acts or whatever is kind of circular because if you think about it it's like you're doing an act that you can't lie is like degrading like you're flaunting a physical part of your body looking for the attention of the body but then you say, don't look at my body, like look at me as a person. But it's like, how can I look at you as a person if all you're going to do is flaunt your body? Right. So it's just like, it's going to constantly go in circles. It's like, oh, like don't degrade women. Like don't like look at us just our, for our bodies. But it's like, how can like we say like that like strongly and then go and then flaunt our bodies and then say, but don't look at it. Like it's like God creating the world and being like, I'm going to create this beautiful creation but don't look at it. It's like, that's the argument. It's like, oh, I'm going to do something that's like really inappropriate and flaunts my body in like a I don't negative know. way. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, but don't look at me that way. It's like, well, it you- doesn't make sense. It's totally a circular argument. And I think that we definitely, especially for the younger woman of our next generations, like that's not something we should be promoting. Like if we want them to, yeah. to we carry, can do better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we need to do better. Okay. Like we need to promote, like, yes, women are amazing. We're special. We're created unique for a certain way and a certain purpose. And that's not to expose our bodies and use that, but it's for many different purposes, which we could totally go into, but we're not going to, because we're going to move on to our next unpopular opinion, which is 
Jenna, how do you feel about outdoor dogs? Just strictly outdoor dogs. Dude, outdoor dogs, I feel like the owners just don't want them. I think having a dog is a great responsibility, and I think dogs, since we live in America, are domesticated animals. And I don't mind if, you know, you let them outdoors when you're not home, and then you let them indoors when you are home. Like, that makes sense. Like, but then if they are strictly outdoors the entire time, they never go indoors, and let's say you get some, like, mixed breed, like, it's some really nice dog that really needs, like, love and affection and attention and whatever. Right. And then you just, like, neglect it, put it outside, like, put what's a chain on the it. Point? Yeah, what's I'm like, the point of having a dog there's then? There's literally no point. I'm like, there's no need to have a dog. Speaking of pets, I wrote down in my popular opinions that if you get any other pet than a cat or a dog, I will um, slightly judge you because I think that any other animal <gasps> as a pet oh, what, so is useless. That's a really interesting point. I've never what thought about that. What is the point of having a fish? You just stare at it. Like, dogs can actually, like, give you therapy. What about, like, a bird? It should be flying. What about, like, a rabbit? It should be hopping. <laughs> I feel like these animals should not be domesticated. <laughs> They're not pets. It should be hopping. Like, I feel, whenever I see someone have a hamster and it's literally just in a little tiny square and all it has to do is just run okay, on a Okay, where wall did day. hamsters come from? Because I cannot imagine those things in the wild. I feel like they're Can like we just think about that? Mutation of something. I don't know what they are, but honestly, They're that's, like a mutated rat. That's so funny. You know what else is like a mutated I'm rat? I'm completely making that up. Scientists, <laughs> please don't come for me. You know what else is like a mutated rat? Small dogs, Jenna. How do you feel about <laughs> small dogs? What's up with me and pets, guys? I'm not an animal hater, I swear. I just feel like animals need to be shown, the, like, especially domesticated animals, if you are going to get a pet animal, you need to give it the respect it deserves. Like, if you, you can't be gone every weekend, you can't be getting a pet sitter every single day, like, because you can't be there, whatever. We are now going to talk about small dogs okay small dogs make me feel a type of way i don't know how to explain it when i see a large dog okay the large dog and the small dog could look exactly the same it's not their appearance like by their face and how cute they are right but the large dog makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside but the small dog makes me internally angry it's just like pure evil like you see a small and it's like the big dog's like and you're like it's bark like makes my like hair stand up like it makes me angry so then it's hard for me to be like you're so cute and i love you when it's just like no you make me angry like shut up but like big dogs make me feel a certain type of way but i also like the medium size like i would say i have a medium-sized dog where she's like 40 pounds it's the ones where it's like you could literally like barely touch them with your foot and they would go like 100 feet you know it's like that right that those tiny little chihuahua things that you can like sneak in your purse like rat dogs definitely agree with that (laughs) moving on let's talk about something a little bit more controversial again because these i love these these this like balance we've got going on we go from small dogs and now we go to to big dog the lord this one is controversial wait we actually asked on instagram for your unpopular opinions and this was one we received we received Christ is the only way into heaven and you cannot do it yourself through works. Boom. Mic drop. And also (laughs) through other religions. Right, right. So I think it's kind of a big topic where we can say like, oh, Christianity, yes, it's like a a religion if you count it that way. But what we're saying is like Christ, a relationship of knowing who Christ Jesus is and what he did on the cross and having a relationship with him is the only way to heaven because... Who created heaven? God. What's the God of Christianity? The one true God. Like, not Allah, not Joseph Smith. Right. And so, a verse for this, just so that we're not just speaking our opinion, but more speaking 
facts <laughs> is Ephesians 2, 2, 8 through 9, which is for by grace, you've been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, but it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So the verse that we're pulling from here is Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, which Ephesians 2, anybody, if you are ever interested in Christianity and what it's all about, read Ephesians 2. It literally explains the entire gospel of what Christianity is about and who God is, who we are, our position to him and what we need to do in order to be granted salvation. Anywho, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So it's a, it's a very interesting verse because if you think about it, a lot of religions um, are our workspace. And by this, we mean, you know, do X, Y, Z, you know, pray the prayer, you know, go to your neighbor, tithe to the church, do X, Y, Z, and then therefore God will like love you and accept you. But like this verse is literally saying like, no, like by grace is how you are saved, like through your faith. So that he's literally saying so that you not may, you wouldn't boast because people would, would get like prideful like oh look at all the things i've done like look how much money i've contributed to the church that means i'm saved right like right the verse Mm -hmm. says like no it's a gift and let's think about that for a second if you're ending up in heaven versus ending up in hell all lied just on your own responsibility doesn't that sound overwhelming like i know a lot of people wish it was on their own responsibility like oh i can just work my way there but think about it that is so much harder than just the the relationship you have with Christ, believing him in, in your faith. And it was created that way for a reason. And it, it's so clear too in the Bible. Like Ephesians 2 is just a great example, but that is repeated multiple times throughout the Bible. And so it is interesting to me that this debate is still is still going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just with the with the mm-hmm. clarity that is is there in the gospel, that that is how you get saved through a relationship with Christ. And we could talk about that forever, but... We just got that one, thought it was really interesting, definitely relatable, and um, definitely something that's talked about, but not enough. Jenna, what do you think of the show Friends? I love how you asked me the question for each popular opinion. All right, guys, I'll keep this short and sweet. Friends isn't good. Okay, next, Grace. Um, Grace is a millennial, and this is why I've come to this conclusion, is because Grace likes skinny jeans, Grace likes side parts grace likes podcasts no, grace likes podcasts oh geez well let's be real here though okay i'm not actually a millennial born in 2001 but i love skinny jeans i don't know what my generation was thinking when they canceled them just skinny jeans are like so much more comfortable so much cuter form-fitting i don't know what the problem is and so unpopular opinion but i'm obsessed i still wear my skinny jeans I think the cutest outfit ever is like a cute sweater, some skinny jeans and booties. I love that outfit, but apparently it's out of style. That's, that's like the outfit that's made fun of on TikTok. Yeah, why? I love that outfit. It's comfortable, cute. No, I I can agree with you um, a few years back, but I think, I think straight leg is my favorite. I'm wearing wide leg denim as we currently speak, and I would say I own one pair of skinny jeans now I've gotten rid of a lot of them because I found them to be uncomfortable and I didn't like how form-fitting they are because they just show every little nip and curve of you right but straight leg kind of hide a little bit of like you know the pudge 
but they're still flattering like they still like make you look good but okay I might be open to straight leg I have a couple pairs of those but I just I just it makes it's hard like I'm the way my body is made like I feel like most of my straight leg jeans fit like skinny jeans anyways like I can it's really hard to find a pair that fits so I think that's another reason why I have that if you have like thicker thighs yes which I do the like (laughs) waist is gonna be pretty big and then the like if you want the legs to fit like a straight leg like the waist has to be big you know you have to like give and take it's so lame and skinny jeans actually fit so if you have good jean recommendations for grace for straight leg denim let me know please (laughs) i'm definitely posting a poll about that okay also though on the same note i love side parts okay i think middle parts are cute as well i'm not really against any type of part but but some people are very against side parts and I'm like some days I just like to play with my hair and like have it in a side part and then it'll be a middle part like just like move it around like why are side parts so like not a thing I think it's like the structured side parts because they just remind people of like 2012 and 2013 but I don't I agree with you like like I'll have my hair naturally in a side part but then when I like move it around and zhuzh it you know like and I want to give it some volume like I'll push it to the side and kind of let it like free fall like I posted a selfie today with a side part and I thought I looked really good <laughs> but some people slid up and said why is there a side part and I was like are you kidding me right now like is it that debated like I knew it was debated but people actually had the audacity to say something <laughs> well so love that for us um all right another one I want to talk about I want to talk about the vaccine okay boom we're getting controversial here we go unpopular opinion I think that it's great if you guys get the vaccine. I've gotten plenty of vaccines. I've gotten my flu shot every year. I've gotten uh, tetanus. I don't know what else I've gotten because honestly, I've only been an adult for like two years. So my mom gave me a ton of vaccines prior to that. But like, I'm not anti-vax. But when it comes to the COVID vaccine, I get why people are not 100% for it yet. I, I see both sides on this issue. But I think ultimately what I agree with here is the concept of medical freedom. What do you think, Jenna? I think it goes both ways. So if I get the vaccine, I would expect someone to say like, great, like that is something that you did, like good for you, you know? But then if I were to say like, I'm not going to get the vaccine, then I would hope that someone on the other side would say like, great, like that was, you know, a a decision Mm -hmm. of yours that you probably wrestled with and you came to that conclusion. You know, it's kind of like the like you said, like medical freedom. I think of like colleges, like colleges to live in dorms, like you need certain vaccines, but there's always the waiver to say like, I'm going to choose not to get these vaccines and I'm not going to hold the university liable. So it's just like interesting that now it's become so politicized of like, you have to get it or you like can't do things in society. And I'm like, yeah, there Mm -hmm. should always be the medical freedom of like, okay, I'm going to sign the waiver and say, hey, I didn't get it, but I won't hold the school liable. And that's called medical freedom. Like, we live in the United States where we have that privilege. Yes, and, like, I think that it definitely, like, went through the roof this topic the other day because Joe Biden tweeted, he tweeted, the choice is yours. Either wear a mask or either get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. And honestly, like, that just speaks tyranny. (laughs) Like, Like, we literally are here for freedom and we've had these freedoms forever. Why on earth would all of a sudden these medical freedoms get taken away from us because of COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, so unpopular opinion, that's great. If you get the vaccine, full support of you. But I don't understand why people are not in full yeah, support like of the other my, side. Yeah, like my, 
like my whole family's gotten the vaccine and no one's had a bad reaction to it like there's always gonna be the outliers like there's gonna be people that get the vaccine no reaction there's gonna be people that get the vaccine there's gonna be a reaction there's gonna be people that get covid have no reaction and there's people that like get covid and have a huge like bad reaction or like have to you know get on life support or you know crazy things there's always gonna be outliers it's just a matter of fact that it just comes down to like you assess the facts you look at it from both sides and then you make your decision like and you can't have someone pin you down and say like you have to make the decision that I want because at the end of the day like imagine if someone was telling you that for every single part of your life like oh no you can't go date that person like you have to go date this person or you have to go live in this house not that house this city not this state this blah blah you know right it's like that's the whole point of being able to be like like autonomous right like, okay we have our own and going meetings. going along with this this is also super controversial but I think it's funny when this these two topics get brought together but we're like oh you know my body my choice when it comes to the vaccine but also on the other side of things we're not my body my choice when it comes to abortion and I know we weren't planning on talking about this but it just came to my head so you you don't have to chime in or you can chime in (laughs) but you know that's another thing too that's different is that I actually was talking about in a prior episode but we're still like as Christians we're still pro-choice, but abortion is not one of those choices, you know? Like, we're still oh, pro-freedom. I've heard that Like, before. our choices here are, you know, parenting, adoption, protection, birth control. Like, we have choices. It's not like we're forcing you to have and raise the kid. You know, there's a huge difference with that, too. So I think that at least when I when people bring this up to me, they're like, well, if you say you're pro-choice for the vaccine, why aren't you pro-choice for abortion? Well, there's a big difference. Yeah, I I looked up the word autonomous just because I said it and I was like, is that actually what I mean? (laughs) And autonomous, yes, it is what I meant, is having the freedom to govern itself or control its own affairs. And that's what we have as human beings here in America, which is such a privilege. I just think about all the countries in the world that have, like, I just think about, like, all the Middle Eastern countries where women have zero rights, like, can barely even drive. And then we have the right to say that, like, we're oppressed here. But honestly, we're starting to... (laughs) starting to go backwards like right why we're are we, creating in the oppression why are we yeah <laughs> why are we creating this like yeah this mentality of like oh shun the person who doesn't follow the ways of you know that I want it's like yeah no mm-hmm. we all are autonomous we all have the ability to choose our path in life all right Jenna how did you feel about middle school okay everyone says like middle school sucked but I had actually had a great time I embraced my childhood, I think. I was a child until I couldn't be a child. Like I'm I went still into, a child. <laughs> I went into high school and people were like, Wow, you're so like naive. Like Jenna doesn't know anything. Me. But it's cause I kinda like kept myself sheltered in like eighth grade, in like seventh grade, you know, all the middle school years. It's because like people would, you know, be talking about like like I would I didn't date in middle school. Like I didn't have my first kiss until sophomore year of high school. Like Same. Like things like this that it's kind of like I kept the childhood like going. Like I'd play field games during PE. Like I'd run the fastest mile I could so I could try to like beat the boys. Like mm. I would actually try and pace her. Like that sounds so annoying. No, like I'm that's a pick me not annoying, or something. But, but it's definitely like the way that you in like the way that you live affects the way yeah. that you remember it. And like, like <laughs> Mason, like my boyfriend Mason, he loved high school he really thoroughly enjoyed high school like he almost can say like high school was more fun than college for him and that's like that's an unpopular opinion in itself and I can almost say that high school was really fun for me I was like pretty involved you know there were some like up and down moments of course and same with middle school like who didn't get bullied in middle school like everyone did but and like 
I just feel like, you know, it's what you make of it. Like, you can think of, like, I can look back on high school and think of all the times that, you know, whatever happened and it was awful, but it's like, no, it was actually a great time and I think we need to look back on our childhood and kind of appreciate it more because it's like, wow, we've literally grown up and there's been so many influences on our life and we can look back on middle school and like kind of forget it. But like, no, we right. can look back and say, what was the feeling I felt when I walked in on the first day of school? And like, you know, everyone wants to see what new shoes you got or whatever. And like, you know, you want to play that game during lunch or you want to trade like lunch pails or whatever. There's so many different fun things, I think, from middle school and even high school that you can look upon. And I feel like it's yeah. so easy to say like, wow, high school was the worst four years ever. High school sucked or middle school sucked. It was- it's so easy to look back to it a picture and be like, ew, cringe, which, you know, they are. But also like think about how you were feeling at that moment. Like, yeah, it's cringy now. But looking back, it's like, wow, that's so awesome that I could just fully embrace myself, my personality, my weirdness, and just kind of like be a kid and not care about that stuff back then. You know what I mean? Like for middle school, me and Jenna both, like our experiences were a little different because we went to to private schools. You did, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Because we went to private schools. But even like whatever school you went to, I feel like that you can find a positive in that. And so looking back with a positive mentality instead of a negative mentality is totally going to affect your recollection of those days. Yeah. And like your mentality moving forward, thinking that like, oh, these moments have shaped who I am today and have led me to the point where I am and not like looking back and thinking like, you know, oh, that those like, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but moving on. (laughs) All right. Love it. So we're going to wrap this up with one final unpopular opinion for the day. And that opinion is mine. And Jenna, you can definitely feel free to touch in on this, but I think social media is great. Okay. I've heard so many people who are like, social media is ruining the world. Social media does this, does that. And I get where they're coming from wholeheartedly. But I think that the benefits of social media outweigh the negatives and it's more learning to use social media in the positive way to make it a positive thing. It kind of depends on your usage. So like for example, TikTok is like a huge phenomenon over the last few years and it has been blowing up small businesses, changing the music industry. It has such a major influence on the world. Some people who like started a business, started a career, they couldn't have been able to get their message, their business out there prior to the time of social media and things like TikTok, Instagram. So I think it's really positive and affecting our culture in fantastic ways. What do you think, Jenna? No, I agree. I think nothing is really, I mean, unless it's sin, nothing is inherently bad. It's, you know, it's created by God. Like, we can't say that social media isn't created by God if we are considering God the creator. So, if, and I don't think social media is a sin unless you use it to be a sin. Like, it's a platform and what you would use a platform for. You can go left or right. You know, you can, you can make the platform like what you want it to be, which can be a positive uplifting space where you can gain new ideas, like keep up with family members, like share your life with others. Or you can use it for a negative way. And I think it's really, the problem is it's so easy to get caught up in the negative side. Like I have TikTok. I think some of the funniest stuff is on TikTok and it's like shaped my humor, honestly. It's so funny. And I discover new music. I discover new recipes, new workouts. But in that same thing, like, okay, as I'm discovering new workouts, like, I see other people and, like, how often they're working out and their workout plans and what right. their body looks mm-hmm. like. I'm like, oh, shoot, like, it, I, sh- I should do that. But it's like, okay, now I'm going down the rabbit hole of social media and how it can get toxic. But right. Mm-hmm. Positives and negatives. for good. Definitely agree. I think I saw one from my friend Emmy. Shout out to Emmy. I love you. You said, if you eat at Jack in the Box, you're disgusting. And I agree. This uh, Jack in the Box... 
is the like one fast food because I can my stomach can handle fast food I actually enjoy fast food honestly McDonald's kind of slaps sometimes but jack-in-the-box always or never fails to make my stomach hurt and make me feel so gross so that's that someone said cold showers are better than hot showers and sometimes I can agree with that like sometimes early a cold shower just wakes you up and puts you into like life like you know because hot showers they make you like melt in and like kind of forget about things but cold showers if you want like a rude awakening like I only take cold showers fun fact Oh, interesting. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I mean, that. I will take a hot bath if I want hot water, but for showers, I do cold water because there's no point of me taking a shower unless I'm trying to get ready. I don't not, I mean, I guess that's not true. I do shower before bed sometimes, but even still, like, I'll just be tired in there. So I always take cold showers. Oh, you're showers. a morning shower. I'm, yeah, but like, I don't know. I'm kind of both. I'm more of a just like shower when I need to shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I always result to cold. And it's also really good for your hair, cold water. Oh yeah, I do do the the conditioner cold water thing at the end. I saw this thing on TikTok and it was like me when I, you know, only turn the water, my scalding hot water to cold at the very end because it makes my hair shiny. <laughs> and I'm like, that's literally that's me. That's so me. I have like oh. a scalding hot shower. It's like not good for me at all. And then at the very end, I'm like, oh, it's ah, cold. cold water. What a good shower. That's too good. All right. Well, I'm going to bring this to a close. But everyone, I hope that you enjoyed Jenna this time as much as you enjoyed her last time. And if you want to hear from Jenna again, make sure to follow her on Jenna on Jenna Finger's Instagram. Jenna, where can they find you? At Jenna Finger, yes, F-I-N-G-E-R, like your hand. Scientists, please don't come for me if her water isn't wet. Um, those who are into politics, please don't come for me for any of my opinions. Opinions. I, ha- I have a life. I have and a, here's wa- the thing. a well-being. We, 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 that's another thing, too. Unpopular opinion, you can be friends with people of opposite sides. But that's for another day. <laughs> and why is there even sides? Like, you can be, like retrospective is that the word I'm looking for I'm kind of saying these big words I don't even know if I if I know what they mean retrospective means to take looking back on or dealing with past events or situations that was not the word I was looking for wow it's all right you tried your best (laughs) but yeah you guys my Instagram has remained the same through this, but I change my name about every week. But I think I've decided to finally stick with a name. So my new Instagram at this is Grace Walker. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Follow me there. And I'm going to be posting some polls, some question stickers. Let's get more unpopular opinions. This is funny and I would totally love to make this a thing. Like every few months we just do unpopular opinions because I think it's fun. What do y'all think? Let us know on the Instagrams and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Beat the Culture. I'm your host, Grace Walker, and make sure to check out our Instagram at Beat the Culture. And make sure to check out our website too, beatthecultureculture.com for more information on what our brand is, what we're doing, new blog posts, and updates. See you guys again next week on Beat the Culture.